pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online. At our website, it is dipietro.com. It is Thursday, December 2nd. This portion of our program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center at Islands Dunwood Garden Center. They are open and they are waiting for you and they have everything that is Christmas. This is where I get my tree. I invite you to shop there. Get your tree wreath. They have hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets. Also, they have very unique birdhouses, sleigh, custom-made from a local artist, gift certificates, uh, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths up to 60 inches in size, and balsam and Fraser firs cut trees 6 to 9 feet tall. Stop in and see them. They're open seven days a week. The uh, service is tremendous. Shop local. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This is where I go. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Worth the ride, and you can find them on Facebook. Well, folks, today is the day that Governor McKee, uh, excuse me, Council 94, that now they are apparently going to vote on this uh, very controversial, uh, to say the least. Governor McKee, his talking points are terrible. This is not, uh, as he tries to say, oh, you know, it's just a stipend. Um Listen, this is Rhode Island, and we know a bribe when we see one, and there's no reason. I want to be very clear. There's there's no justifiable reason for Governor McKee to be giving, using COVID money, and giving $3,000 bribe slash bonuses to state workers. None. And the votes expected today in the contract, and Council 94 is going to release the results. And where they're so disingenuous is because once it's done, Governor McKee acts like, well, you know, we're still, they, there's no more negotiating. When they accept it, and they are going to accept it, listen, they don't bring it to their members unless they, you know, are confident that it's going to pass. So what is so disappointing now, I, I, I mean, to me, and we'll see what the rest of the field is, let me tell you what's going on. Because we don't have an aggressive, experienced Republican candidate, no one's hitting him on it. And the rest of the Democrats that are running for governor, they don't want to say anything because they want the union vote. The unions can play a role in a Democrat primary. Are you saying they could win an election? I said a Democrat primary. So therefore, what's avoid is anyone running for governor criticizing this deal. And it's atrocious. It doesn't make any sense. Governor McKee, his talking points, I think, are terrible. Um, someone was asking me, does this, in my mind, disqualify him as uh, someone for governor? Well, all the other unions are going to want it. And it certainly shows they're not uh, up to the task of negotiating with these unions because they opened the door when they started to give the Providence teachers 3000 And that system is completely failing. There should be no bonuses here. None. But for him to decide, yeah, we'll give all the state workers $3,000 each for the shots. It's not for the shots. That's the excuse of why they're giving it to them. They're all getting it because the Providence teachers got it. And I'll say it. Listen, it's wrong. And his talking points, well, I think the people of Rhode Island will rest easy knowing we're taking care of the state workers. No one's concerned about the state workers. You had people have businesses closed. People lost their businesses. People had to get furloughed. People got laid off. People went through the state workers, nothing, zero, never skipped a beat, no layoffs, no cut in pay, no downsizing. Other states did that. Not here. Nope. And then they think we're concerned about it. No, this is the problem when the state is completely tilted uh, Democrat wise. And so the unions have this unbelievable power. And right now this is like the unbelievable gravy train. But you should be upset about it. It's wrong. And they know it's wrong. They, they're doing it because they, and, and this is the, the McKee people, by the way, they're doing it because they can get away with it. Not that it's, it's not the right thing to do. Governor McKee knows that. It's like, it's like, let's see if we can get away with it. And they didn't even reveal it. It was leaked. So of course, Council 94 is going to go for it. And then of course, the rest of the unions are all going to want it. And the, the, the math that the media is using still, finally, initially people were saying oh it's going to cost 12 million and someone said 15 i said you're doing the math wrong so uh finally 
Finally, Channel 12 is reporting that the other unions get it, of which, of course, they're going to demand it. Now the cost is $41 million. It's It's ludicrous. So who do, who do you blame? This falls on the McKee administration. And I, I commend Deputy House Speaker Charlene Lima. Look at this. Is this really on the up and up? They're going to draft legislation that going forward would ban this type of use. And of course, that's not stopping Governor McKee. Oh, it's a stipend. No, it's not a stipend. It's a bribe. 1500 now and then 1500 when's the next 1500 going to the state workers the unions next july 1500 july and why does listen they think they're so slick meaning the mckee people why is the 1500 going in july because you know what august is early voting for the september primary that's right democrat primary for governor september so the mckee people say well let's do this Instead of doing the 3,000 now for December, the people may forget. We're going to do 1,500 now and then 1,500 in July as a reminder who gave it to you, wink, wink, to make sure that you vote accordingly. That's what this is all about. Uh, this is insulting. It's egregious. For, for Governor McKee to be saying, oh, you know, very typical in um he's trying to say well the good news is we don't even have to use state money no it's federal taxpayer money they're using covid money listen it's wrong you're setting a precedent and you know maybe they were inexperienced if we really want to give them benefit of the doubt meaning the governor and his people maybe they were inexperienced and when they gave it to the the teachers unions they didn't even realize that they opened the door to now because that's the way they work if one union gets it guess who gets it everybody gets it you don't just give it a one so they know how it works and when the unions got that from the teachers it wasn't just you're giving three first of all the teachers shouldn't have got it but they did it to the guys of like well you know it was so so hard even though no one's learning michael bloomberg by the way has a good piece in this morning's wall street journal he's going to give 750 million dollars uh it, it, because michael bloomberg who listen say what you want all right all right yes he did he, he didn't have a, a good um run for president but the guy was he's still wildly successful he's a billionaire several times over and he was actually a good um did a very good job as mayor of new york so but michael bloomberg why i'm backing charter schools public school system is failing he's going to give 750 million to a proven alternative folks here's the other problem no one they're all in the pocket of the union so what does that mean it means they're siding against your children for good public education the public school system is failing bloomberg's going to give 750 million to a proven alternative the american public education is broken students have experienced severe learning loss uh even in 2021 vaccinations were available teachers it was clear schools could reopen safely many schools failed to administer remote learning adequately two-thirds of u.s students weren't reading at grade level listen it's not that hard it's because of the public school system and the teachers unions the public school system experiment has failed it should be ended boom that's it end it it, it should be done away with it's it's failed they tried it it didn't work and now they just keep throwing now it's big business and they keep throwing you know more money at the problem and it's not solving anything how about the fact the head of the la teachers union there's no such thing as learning loss kids don't lose anything they learn resilience bloomberg says what nonsense how about reading writing arithmetic critical schools where funding schools to teach instead of giving students the skills they need to succeed in college and trade the public education system handing them diplomas that say more about their attendance record than academic achievement you know listen let's just be honest the public school system in rhode island it's it's broken it's not working it's not going to get better it's it's the, the it's a failed system it's the detroit lions the charter schools are the new england patriots the the public schools in rhode island are the detroit lions where would you rather be a player it comes down to that and then there'll always be the private schools mount st charles LaSalle academy bishop hendrick and moses brown we're not talking about that but the public school system all that money that is being thrown at the problem it's wrong and it's broken
Folks, the winter season is uh, definitely here and the heating season. Call Henry Oil today. Now, listen, I'm asking you to make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them on this Thursday, December 2nd. Just give them a call. Say, hello, is this Henry Oil? Yes, it is. Call them at 401-521-0200. Yes, I would like to switch. I was just listening to the John DePietro show, and I would like to switch to Henry Oil. Call them, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plan service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Call Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Call them right now, 401 401- 521-0200. It's Henry Oil. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company, call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is AKA sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale. 65% off this weekend only. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off this weekend only. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401 351 7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Petro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is uh, our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I'd like to start off. I was Monday night, North Kingstown Town Council had some discussion, uh, but they have now, uh, with their actions, made it a hat trick. They've announced you have this ongoing saga of the North Kingstown former basketball coach, this business of, as they call it, the naked fat test, uh, Coach Thomas. So first you have the school committee announced that they were going to do an investigation. You have Attorney General Peter Narona that says that he's looking into the matter. The town council have uh, announced they're going to have a former judge as the investigator. And then 
this Friday morning is an interesting uh, hearing uh, regarding some potential uh, documents, but it's more on the civil side. So why don't we, if you don't mind, let's start off with what you can tell us on the North Kingstown situation. Yes. In terms of um, what the council has done in um, hiring um, retired Judge Susan McGurl to do a further investigation, certainly I'm happy for Judge McGurl. Um, she's a great judge. Uh, I am certain she will do a thorough job. Um, she calls balls and strikes and she'll call things as she sees it. Um, it seems to me that it's a little bit redundant to have this third investigation occur. You've already had the North Kingston Police Department look into this, find nothing. Um, you've got the Attorney General's Department doing an active investigation. Um, other than placating the parents who are upset um, and politicians looking to placate upset parents, it seems... Uh, unnecessary to have this third investigation looking at the very same set of facts and allegations. Uh, in fact, there really are no allegations. We've got um, a, a basic understanding of what was going on with the coach. Um, I've said from the beginning, it doesn't, I don't, the bell is not being rung in, in my mind that anything criminal has occurred. Um, and I'm not sure where there would be any damages, so-called, um, as to what was going on, which was apparently, again, a long-standing um, procedure and uh, something that this particular coach did. As far as what's happening in court, uh, there's at least one, if not more, unnamed uh, students who have filed suit through their attorney, who's a pretty smart guy, a very smart guy, and he has sought from the court, and the court has granted um, a request to issue what's called a writ of replevin. What replevin is, is you go into court and say, this person is wrongfully holding property that is rightfully mine, and I would like this person to return the property that he or she is holding that is rightfully mine. So counsel for the plaintiffs is alleging that Coach Thomas is in possession of materials that are rightfully the property of his clients, um, which begs several questions. Does the coach have this stuff in his possession any longer or not? Uh, I'm, my understanding is the coach is um, making a representation that he doesn't have any of the information that counsel is looking for. And to the extent that it still exists somewhere in the universe, um, the question would be further be whose property is it? Is, the proper, is it the property of these uh, former students or is it the property of the North Kingston School Department? Those are questions which will have to be answered by a judge. Um, to the extent this material exists, it seems to me it's the property of the North Kingston School Department and not the property of any of these individual former students. But um, that's my opinion. The only one that counts will be what the judge does on Friday. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 
one. We're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, regarding the situation in North Kingstown, so you have the investigation from the attorney general, the investigation of the school committee, the investigation now, a third one with the town council. Now, I would think if you have attorney general Pino Narona looking into it, I, I don't know what these other investigators uh, expect to get um, other than it would seemingly maybe they're going in process as opposed to the coach himself, because otherwise I can't see where someone would cooperate with a school committee, town council, their own investigations when you still have the attorney general who's looking into things. Yeah, and that's, it's, it's a very um, quizzical thing that um, has been done in voting to um, appoint um, retired judge McGurl to do the yeah. investigation. She'll do a great job. She's, right. she's excellent. But as you say, what can she uncover that the state police won't uncover? Yeah. And that the North Kingston Police Department didn't uncover when this was first brought up a couple of years ago. It seems to me like it's more of a political move by the council to placate upset parents. And it'll cost up to $25,000. Yeah. But it... Um, I don't know I, if it even I don't even know if that satisfies the parents, but I think the council right. thought they needed to do something politically to, to cover yeah. their flank. Um, just on, on a legal thing, I, I think the person who this is my reading of it, at least for the town council, the focus was going to be more on what the superintendent knew and what the school committee knew, as opposed to less on on the coach who. You know, if the coach, his legal team, uh, you know, they're going to decide what they're going to say, if anything, to the attorney general. But that's the impression that I got. And Tim Dodd, the only problem is if you're the superintendent and it would seem that, you know, now the town council of North Kingstown has hired the judge to to look into things. I, if you're the superintendent, I don't know if you're talking to the judge because then potentially your your job is on the line. So. As much as people can announce an investigation, as you and I have talked about, we've seen these out of Washington. And, you know, you can issue all this. Uh, talk to Steve Bannon at just how much he's willing to cooperate as he's getting these subpoenas from, uh, you know, the January 6th commission. Well, I, I, and you're right, John. The focus of this may well be what did the superintendent know yes. and when did he know it? Yeah. But if the superintendent says, sure, I was informed about these things and I immediately referred it for a police investigation – and yep. when the results came back that there was nothing to be found here, um, you know, we ultimately uh, obtained uh, a separation of the coach from his employment with North Kingston. What right. more would you have me do? Yeah. The, um, finally, on this, the superintendent, what I got out of Monday night was they seemed to feel there was less about the coach and more on. Uh, apparently, there's some procedure in North Kingstown that the superintendent their understanding seemed to be that immediately any hint of these tests, he, he, according to them, he was supposed to pick up the phone and contact DCYF. And then he did not contact DCYF until February of, of this year, when a, apparently the first flag went up or allegation was back in 2018. So just my read on this was they're hiring Judge McGurl to potentially, you know, come up with a, a, a report that would be very damaging on the superintendent. Because like we had said, I, I don't think they're going to get anything um, out of the coach. Folks, we're going to uh, take a quick break. A lot more attorney, legal expert Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and 
If you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, it's hard to believe because this happened pre-pandemic. But Jesse Smollett, the big Chicago accusation, uh, you know, it's 2.30 in the morning. It's 30 below zero. He decides to go to the Subway uh, sandwich shop in uh, a beautiful section, Miracle Mile of Chicago. Uh, two black defendants come up to him. They have uh, put a, a, something over his, a noose around his neck. They're yelling, this is MAGA country. They throw bleach on him. And uh, he is finally going to get his stay in court. And they're trying to... Attack these two brothers. It is amazing, Tim Dodd, that they are finally bringing him in on on these allegations, and it seems pretty solid that he he basically fabricated this whole thing, and uh, and fabricated this these accusations and this this hoax regarding this this hate crime that was perpetrated on him. It's it's a very unusual case. Normally, one would presume that he would have, through his counsel, been able to enter into some sort of plea bargain to some reduced charge and plead to one of the six counts against him or pay a fine or go to sensitivity training or offer up a mea culpa. It's unusual that it would go to trial. Um, it doesn't happen often. He has been um, charged and he's going to trial on uh, six charges. All Every state's different. And in Illinois, um, disorderly conduct can include uh, making a false report to the police. In that state, it's called, a, I think it's a level four or class four felony. Um, and he's looking at a maximum of three years in prison. Now, the way that the prosecution has packaged this case, you get to six counts because every time he lies about a different topic to the cops, Yep. They make that a new count. So the first time he speaks to the cops, he says it was two, I think he said it was two white guys who um, uh, attacked me. So that's a false report. Then they bring him back in and they say, we got these two guys here who say that they were the ones and you paid them to fabricate this whole event. He says, that's not true. They didn't do it. They couldn't have done it. It was those other guys. That's a lie from the prosecution standpoint. So at every turn, when he misrepresented or lied to the cops in the course of their investigation, they consider that a separate count, which is how you get up to six. Now, do I see a jury um, finding him guilty on all six counts? I mean, it is something of an overreach and an overcharge to hit the guy with six counts for yeah. a bunch of lies as part of the narrative for the same event that he lied about. He lied about everything. And apparently they've got video of him the, <laughs> the day before the actual event. They've got him on video doing a dry run of where yeah, he was going to go. He was rehearsing it. So. Wow. Well, he's an actor. <laughs> but it's, it's for him to... Um, Take this to trial. I, I don't mm. quite follow. Yeah. Now he could wind up with that he's hoping for a hung jury that he might get one or two or more sympathetic people on the jury who, you know, understand what this was all about and, you know, don't want to uh, nail him on it. Uh, I think the best he could ever hope for is going to be a hung jury. I can't imagine he's going to be acquitted on all these things. And by the same token, I don't think he'll be found guilty of all these things. I think it would be either a compromise verdict or a hung jury. It's, it doesn't seem like he's got much of a defense. All he's going to be able to say is that the two um, black gentlemen, two brothers, yeah. the two brothers, he's going to have to say they have a criminal record, um, they're drug dealers, they're bad guys, and they're the liars. But yeah. I don't think that's going to stand up when these two guys get up on the witness stand um, and say how they were approached by Jesse. And right. I believe 
I think he paid them by check. He did. So this, this, I mean, again, not a very good criminal. No. To, 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 no. Pay, to pay somebody off with a check. Um, I think that will be probably amongst the most damning pieces of evidence against yeah. Jesse. Tim Dodd, this reminds me of there's the story of uh, it's a Saturday morning at 530 and the husband comes walking in the house and the wife is sitting in the kitchen. And she said, you've been out all night. And he said, no, I got home at midnight. I fell asleep on the couch about an hour ago. I got up to let the dog out. He escaped and I went out there looking for him for the last hour. And the wife looks at the husband and says, uh, the dog died two years ago. <laughs> and the husband, the husband pauses and says, well, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Yeah. That's what Jesse Smollett seems like. Listen, that's my story. They grabbed me. They said, this is MAGA country. They threw bleach over me with the noose, and, and he's just going to go to that. Tim Dodd, we're also um, – this is another – some other high-profile high uh, cases that are going on right now. We, we'll get to Ghislaine Maxwell in just a moment, but what about Elizabeth Holmes? Um, it's interesting. Her case has been dragging on, I believe, since September. It's long. Yeah. It's tedious. It's detailed. Um, we saw a couple of weeks ago – when um, Kyle Rittenhouse took the witness stand in his own defense, um, he really did himself a lot of good. And I think history will show that when he took the witness stand, uh, it did a lot to turn the tide with the jury and in the court of public opinion, because he did such a good job on the witness stand, in, in my opinion. Now you take Elizabeth Holmes. I think she's um, playing a losing hand. I think, yeah. I think that she's got enormous problems with her defense. And there's a mountain of evidence against her. Now, her stock in trade over the years has been, you know, she's an attractive young lady. She's um, very smart. Um, she had a very carefully uh, manicured um, public persona. Um, and she was a very good con artist and got people to invest with her to misrepresent the um, uh, abilities of the Theranos um, blood testing machine. Um, And largely she swindled a lot of people, um, put a lot of sick people at further risk of uh, illness or harm. And she left a real, wide trail of wreckage in in her wake but i think she thought well in the old days you know i could i could deliver the goods and i could con people and charm people and smile and bat my eyes and i don't mean to diminish her because of batting her eyes but look she's a pretty girl she always had that steve jobs kind of look with the black turtleneck and the stare and the and the blonde hair she had it all going on and she was very convincing. Now, on direct examination, um, I think she was well rehearsed with her counsel. She knew yep. all the details. She knew all the facts. She was very precise, um, you know, and very mannered. And she'd smile at the jury. And it right. was all very much of almost a, um, a rehearsed play going on. But now she's on cross-examination and she's defensive and suddenly she doesn't have much of a memory of anything. She's sparring with the prosecutor. And if you're sitting on the jury, she goes, you know, from extremely detailed, great recollection of everything to, I don't remember, I don't know. I don't remember it happening that way. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, I can see the prosecutor in closing saying, you know, which, which Elizabeth um, Holmes do you believe the one on direct or the one on cross who was evasive and um, avoided answering a lot of questions. She may well find that she sealed her fate by taking the witness stand. Anytime the defendant takes a stand, as we've discussed, it's a very high stakes drama. It worked for Kyle. I don't think it's going to work for her. Yeah. Folks, another quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd, our legal expert right here on the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. 65% off all week long. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. 
Over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today. Free estimate 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. A licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving. Get a free quote. And remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them. 401-732-1730. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. Speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, the name uh, Jeffrey Epstein remains in the headlines from time to time. Well, also, because of COVID, all these trials pushed back, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, this is a highly anticipated uh, case, has finally uh, gotten underway. What, what type of, uh, how strong do you think is the case against her? It's as strong as the complaining women who take the position that they um, were subjected to sexual abuse when they were underage and that Ghislaine Maxwell procured them. Um, I don't want to say train them, but got them into the whole sexual aspect of um, Jeffrey Epstein's world and that she was actually a participant in some of the sexual um, things that went on between um, Epstein and allegedly these, these young women. Um, so far, it's sort of, well, it's always going to be a salacious case when you've got these types of allegations. Um, one of the um, young ladies who is going by an alias um, testified as to all the things that went on between her and Epstein and all the things that went on, including um, sexual participation by Ghislaine Maxwell and all the things that she did to promote them and to teach them how to do what Jeffrey Epstein wanted them to do. Um, the, the one that was on the stand, I believe it was yesterday, also got hit a bit on cross-examination. Um, Maxwell's counsel is going to have to go after these women, go after their credibility, go after their recollection. Why did you wait so long to come forward? Why didn't you yeah. ever make complaints before this all came to light? Where have you been for the last 20 years? Um, and some of their recollections about specifics haven't been that great. They've got to do it, as distasteful as it may be, to go after now grown women, but who were 14-year-old kids in some cases yeah. when this was happening. And as defense counsel, you've got to do it very carefully because it could really be offensive to the jury if you go after these women too hard. I mean, they allegedly experienced dreadful things when they were kids at the hands of Ghislaine and um, Epstein. And you could turn the jury off if you push too hard on that topic. But by the yep. same token, you've got a job to do and you've got to go after them. You got to go after them. Um, yep. But despite the fact that one of the complaining victims was on the stand and getting tested and some points were being scored on cross-examination, the headlines that you see online are that this um, young woman remembers being in the company of uh, Prince Andrew and of yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, now, that's right. You get down to about the fourth or fifth paragraph, then it says, but she doesn't allege any misconduct on the part right. of um, Donald Trump or um, Prince Andrew. But the headline is that this young girl was with Epstein in the right. presence of Donald Trump. And that's not the story. No, but it's not the story at all. So it's I, I don't know that this trial is going to get reported on clearly because yeah. there's so many people who are of note, movie stars, politicians, royalty, that makes it more interesting than the garden variety case. Right. And some people will say, oh, look at now Trump's even involved with all of this sexual yeah. shenanigans. And that's not what the story is. No. 
Now, Tim Dodd, speaking of that, you know, it was a year ago, a little over a year ago, even, uh, you know, Sidney Powell was talk about the accusations and that famous interview with Lou Dodge are going to release the Kraken. And boy, she went way over out on the, the diving board. Well, a year later, um, Tim Dodd, what do you make of this story that she's apparently under federal investigation? Well, it's not surprising that she is under federal investigation. This Justice Department is going after anyone, it seems, anyways, in the Trump orbit. Yep. And what they're looking at right now with her, I mean, separate and apart from the lawsuits that have been brought against her by Dominion and the other um, voting um, technology companies, this is more to do with the funds that she raised yeah. while she was um, bringing all these lawsuits around the country and what became of the money. And uh, <laughs> once again, popping up in the middle of all this is Lynn Wood, who's claiming <laughs> that first, oh, he wants, first he wants money on the Kyle Rittenhouse matter. Yeah. And now he's got his hand out saying to Sidney Powell, I'm entitled to some of that money that you were generating through your, um, you know, I'm not sure it was set up as a charitable foundation, but she looked to raise money and she did raise a lot of it yeah. um, for people who were looking for her to prevail. So, you know, she's out there. I'm still waiting. I think the country's waiting for her to release the Kraken. I don't know where the <laughs> Kraken ever went, but yeah. she raised money. She, she got, Every lawsuit she brought, the court shoved it down her throat. She got yeah. nowhere. No. And the investigation is now where'd the money go? And, yeah. um, you know, her stock has dropped to just about as far as anyone's stock can drop. So I don't know where she goes from here. Yeah. Folks, another quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. Speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, this next story involves this mom in the spring that appeared on the scene, Nicole Salas, and she was requesting documents in South Kingstown. A daughter that was going to enter kindergarten wanted to know a little bit about the curriculum. They put her name on the docket that they were trying to weigh whether or not they're going to bring legal action. Then, you know, NEA, they start going after, well, they're finally now, it's being heard. And um, what, what exactly is the latest? This was all starting to uh, play out today. Yes. When, when she, this young mom was bringing all of these um, requests for information, yep. ultimately um, the teacher's union file suit as plaintiff against um, the South Kingston School Department and um, her directly. Yep. Uh, she should have never been a party in this case, no. but it was an intimidation tactic. It was like a slap suit, so-called. Um, however, she has, I think, local representation and a national backing of you yeah. know organizations that are on her side. Yep. So, what occurred in court this week is she, her, her counsel filed a motion for summary judgment saying that there were no issues of fact to be, determined, to be determined by a trier of fact. 
if there are no issues of fact to be determined by a trier of fact, then the moving party would be entitled to summary judgment under ordinary circumstances. The judge heard argument. The judge has not yet ruled, but the judge did say from the bench, I don't see any basis for the union filing this lawsuit in the first place. Now, that's pretty good if you are the moving party. Um, if the judge ultimately rules in her favor, um, she would also have the right to put in for her attorney's fees for defending this matter. Wow. Um, so uh, she, I think she's going to win ultimately all the way around. The judge heard arguments, took the case under advisement, uh, made some comments from the bench, which were certainly not in the union's favor by any stretch. So if things go the way it appears they might, um, that would send a good message out because I thought when the union sued her, um, it was a um, blatant and obvious abuse of process and a blatant attempt to intimidate her and to silence her. And it certainly didn't work. She's a, she's a tough customer. She's she done is. a very, very good job yep. in standing up to a lot of political pressure. Yeah, she has. Folks, we're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim Dodd, at the end of September on a Sunday night, I was doing a live stream from uh, Federal Hill. And a man was uh, actually it was a road rage incident. A guy got shot in the head in the um, parking lot of the Walgreens there. And then on uh, Veterans Day, just a couple weeks ago, I was again back up on hill of the hill. And there's a barbershop there, We the People. And apparently uh, the owner, proprietor of that barbershop, he had a standoff with police. All of Federal Hill was blocked off, SWAT teams, the whole deal, shields. And then they finally got him to come out and surrender. Well, it turns out he's Timothy Disjardins. And already he would be in trouble for he pointed a gun, apparently, at Providence Police and then the standoff. But now it sounds like he's in a lot more trouble. And this is part of the problem. Talk about like rolling the dice and caution to the wind. Uh, once he's in the system, it turns out they, they found a backpack. He was in D.C. And, and Tim Dodd, the, the evidence they have, it, it, it sure looks like he's the same guy that was in the Capitol on January 6th. This is, this is uh, interesting and raises a lot of questions. Mm. Um, apparently, they figured out who he was in yeah. part from the video evidence and in part, he was speaking to somebody from law enforcement, maybe the FBI, and he almost bragged saying, I was there. Yeah. And, and they understood when he said, I was there, meaning uh, January 6th. And then I think they went back and looked a little closer and they figured out that, that he was in the mix. Now, it appears from his prior conduct that... Um, the man has issues. I mean, serious, serious yeah. issues. But what I found interesting is, all right, so allegedly he's in D.C. He um, allegedly um, picks up the leg from a broken piece of furniture and starts yeah. trying to attack police with it. And he breaches the Capitol and he gets inside. But allegedly he also has in his possession a lot of materials to get into the building. He's got walkie-talkies. Yeah. Walkie-talkies. Now, the, the working hypothesis of the Biden Justice Department is that President Trump incited everyone to go into the Capitol, even though President Trump said, we're going to march down peacefully to the Capitol and make our position known. So he never said we got to get inside. He also did say we got to fight like hell. Well, yep. in every election cycle, your side has to fight like hell. That doesn't right. mean physical violence. No. That means if you're serious about your position, you fight like hell. The yeah. Democrats fight like hell. The Republicans right. fight like hell. Yep. So those words taken out of context don't mean what the media tries to suggest. But why did this guy have walkie talkies? Yeah, certainly. He went down there with an agenda 
which he had in mind well before Donald Trump opened his mouth at that right. rally. And a lot of other people who breached the Capitol had pre-planned, you know, to do all kinds of things, different organizations. And I think the president had very little to do with some people's decision that they were going in. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for this guy, Des Jardin, but separate and apart from the Rhode Island problems that he's got, this is a jail case. If um, he's prosecuted by the feds for this, he's looking at two or three or four years in jail for sure. Yeah, and Tim Dodd, I think they found axes or axe handles in his backpack down in D.C. And they had, I mean, the whole thing is is bizarre. But who, boy, you just never know. The day that the, he's having the stand up with the police, that's the guy that's wanted for for assaulting the police and being in. And he was right there. You can see him on the video battling, yes. like hitting them with the, uh, or it looks like him. I'll say that. It does uh, look like him. Be, looks like him hitting them with like the leg of a table or, I mean, the story is, um is really bizarre. Tim Dodd, I also just wanted to touch on the, um, it came out, the Newport teenager accused of Memorial Day weekend murder indicted. I had a number of people that were surprised, like, wait a minute, he, the guy's been in custody since Memorial Day. How is it that he was just indicted? If you could just take a moment to explain the process that just because they did arrest him and identified they wanted him after this Memorial Day stabbing that led to uh, a death, it was basically a murder, he, he wasn't indicted right away. No, and this I'm not quite sure the trajectory his case took, but he's arrested. He's held yeah. without bail. And if the case went in front of a grand jury, they would have to hear evidence. And, you know, everything is slow right now because yeah. of COVID and the ability of people to, to meet or to do things virtually. But it can take a while before a decision comes out to indict or not to indict. So it's not unusual. It's not Once unusual, again, he, that timeline. Scott, sure. one, one other thing about Des Jardin, if I can just... Yeah. One would presume, now that they have figured out, the feds have, that this guy was part of the uh, folks down at the Capitol who breached yeah. the building. What's on his computer, if anything? What's on his smartphone, if anything? Right. Who was he planning with? Who was he coordinating? Either this was all spontaneous... Or there was pre-planning. And if there was pre-planning, was it done by, let's say, various right-wing groups? Was there any coordination with the Trump administration? Those are the real questions. Was the Trump administration part and parcel of any coordination with any of these um, violent activities that went on on January 6th? I mean, it's a yes or it's a no. Right. And they're trying to get this information out of um, Steve Bannon and other folks within the administration. But what's on Des Jardin's, you know, electronic um, information? What can be obtained? Who was he talking to? Who was he coordinating with? Was it other disgruntled people or was it with the you know, folks that had ties to the White House? Yeah. That, I think, is an important thing to determine when and i don't know if congress will look into that part of it at all but that seems to me a central part of this investigation not just to nail the trump administration to, but to right. see who else was involved in the plotting and the planning folks he is again our legal expert attorney tim dodd tim great job as always and we will talk to you again thanks john take care